H.C. Wild, March, season four. Hi, internet person who is listening to a podcast. This is the H.C. Wild podcast. If this was a mistake, please press stop now. If you're still listening, hi, this is Dave, and there's Toby. Hi. And uh, before we get into lots of hot jams, very shoegazy on this very special HT Wow for March 2021, episode 44. Um, want to invite you, if you have not already, to become a patron. Do you know what a patron is? I do not. A patron is someone who loves something so much that they give them money. That's awesome. I love money and, <laughs> and people. Yeah, so uh, there's a whole website called Patreon.com dedicated to giving people money for in exchange. You don't just give them money like it's it's not like uh, like a Char- you know when charity s- when someone dies and you do like a GoFundMe. To yeah, pay for their funeral? This seems complicated. It's not like that. It's not like money for nothing mm-hmm. or money for dying. It's money in exchange for content and, in this case, merch. So if you go to oldwaver.com and click on premium or you go to patreon.com slash HTWOW, you can get the After Dark podcast Every month, it's the after party of this podcast. It's more drunk, it's more songs, and uh, it's stuff that Toby and I are are afraid to play for the regular pod, because it's just too sexy. It is too sexy. Uh, But it is an awesome podcast that is exclusive to Patreon members, and you can also choose your level uh, to get some merch if you choose the $5 level. You get some stickers mm-hmm. and a koozie. Koozie. That's short for koozie. Uh-huh. Uh, if you choose the $25 level, you get a shirt and a koozie and stickers. And Dang. if you choose the $50 level, I mean, if you have that much money just sitting around and you're like, you know what? I don't know what to do with it. Let me give it to two idiots. That gets you a scarf, scarf. a t-shirt a coos and stickers man not to mention the pod every month HTL after dark every month in your podcast player so uh it's a deal at any price and we encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already and tell all your friends HTL brings people together in some sense or fashion god i thought you were gonna end that much better <laughs> I thought that there was like a rhyme. I tucked myself into a corner. <laughs> Let's walk our way out. Let's let it dry. Just, let the paint dry and tiptoe out. Just, just back tip-toe. out. Just back it just out. Just tiptoe out. He, uh, he got the Johnson & Johnson, and he said it's it's laid him out for 24 hours. Really? Yeah, that, uh, that he has body aches and uh, just feels like crap. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's worth it. You know what people should do if that happens? Just throw in the pod and start drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing that says you can't get wasted and listen to HT Wow after you get the shot. Yeah, there's a phrase. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Dave. It's called party right through it. Yeah. 
Anytime you are up against it, anytime it feels like there is no way through the situation that you find yourself in, you just got to tell yourself, party right through it. Hashtag party right through it. Toby Pipes on Twitter. He is the high tea part. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? I'm good. And we are back in the station studios. Uh Are you ready for this? Did you miss that? The bed. (laughs) The comfy, comfy bed. With the down pillows and the down comforter. I know, and your voice sounds so much better than on Zoom. Yeah. Man, it was glitchy. But we uh, fought through it. Yeah, last month... We had to uh, socially distance just because we couldn't align our schedules, Um, but we are uh, back in the comforting bosom of Toby's home studio in College Station, Texas, the uh, HTWOW Studios, and uh, we're glad to be here. By the way, if you did not listen to the uh, February pod, it's flying off the shelves. (laughs) It was our uh, heartfelt tribute to uh, Eddie Van Halen, much belated, uh, but uh, much necessary, because even though we uh, are new wave kids, we were metal kids before that. 
It's just kind of a, a rite of passage, really. Yeah, I got a lot of... Uh, I'm so glad you guys did that. I would I would have never pulled that off the shelf to, um, to listen to that, but I haven't heard Atomic Punk in a really long time. And I was like, good. Yes, that was great. Yeah, and man, Panama... Just the start of the whole pod when that kicks off, oh isn't it God. great? It is. It is seriously. <laughs> it, it may be one of the top ten party jams of all time. It just is lit from the beginning till the end, from front to cover. And, and don't forget the sexy interlude in the middle. I, I know, mean, with the hairdryer. Dude. Yeah, so go back and listen to that after you listen to this one, if you haven't already. But we uh, thank you for being here. HTWOW, as uh, you may know, is a song swap and a beer swap. Uh, these days, we uh, play two songs apiece. Uh, back in the early days, uh, we played three songs apiece, and it just got to be cumbersome. People don't like three-hour podcasts. <laughs> turns out. Uh, yeah. We did a little market research, and uh, turns out people like uh, shorter podcasts. This is still long relative to... Uh, your, your murder podcasts that might be like 12 minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. But we got to play jams, and uh, those take time. And then we got to talk about those jams, and that also takes time. And then we got to drink, and that takes time. Yeah, and we can't shrink the song. No. It's just, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, so uh, we will be with you for the next uh, hour and a half or so. Um, whether you listen to us straight through or just on your poop breaks, uh, we're glad that you're with us. And uh, hmm. in the uh, the beer swap part, um, you know, back in the old olden days, sure. the pre-COVID days, uh, we had a beer sponsor, Good Friend Package. Woo! Don't want to say hi to them anyway. They're awesome. One one five five PV Avenue in East Dallas, Far East Dallas, Casa Linda, and um, I have not talked to those guys in a while. I know they're still open and doing well. Uh, all things considered, but I still don't want to hit them up for free product. So uh, I stopped by the beer store and uh, I bought both of our beers on, on my uh, H2O expense account. Yeah. And um, want to uh, let everyone know what our first selection is in case you want to uh, try it out for yourself. Um, and please drink along, even if you don't have the beers that we're drinking this pod is much more entertaining and listenable if you have a buzz yourself. Uh, this first brew is by Alaskan Brewing Company. I don't think we've uh, had an Alaskan Brewing Company uh, selection before, mm-hmm. but I know that I've seen their beers uh, many, many times. Yeah, why does this look familiar? Do we have a friend that that drinks Alaskan Brewing Company I don't know. Beer? I wonder what their flagship beer is. I would Google it, but I just don't want to... Uh, stop down and do it. Yeah. Um, but I saw this one in the store today. This is called Husky IPA. Yeah. It is a Mosaic India Pale Ale. It's a uh, seven percenter, so it has a little kick. Why does that have a, a trademark on it? On Mosaic. Um, I because I guess it's a type of hops. Um. Okay. So. I guess that the people who uh, farm and distribute mosaic hops have a uh, a trademark on it. Maybe so this I don't is kind of like a collab. Well, I think you know there is a uh, like community 
up in uh, DF Dub has uh, their Mosaic IPA. Okay. I don't know if that has a TM on it or a Circle R. Um, What's the difference between that? What is a Circle R and the TM uh, difference? I think Circle R is is better. <laughs> I think TM is just trademark. Circle R is a registered trademark. Oh, okay. So I. That, it sounds more kick-ass. Yeah, that didn't really help me with... Yeah, I can't really help you. I'm not a trademark attorney. Okay. My my uh, sister and brother-in-law are, so I can uh, send a quick group text. Well, maybe if they're listening, they can call in. Um, it says it's tropical, hoppy, and fruity from Alaska to you. It's really funny because the uh, picture does not make you think <laughs> tropical. It makes you think Alaskan... Uh, Sled dog. Yeah, I mean it has a uh, it has a uh, line drawing, a beautiful husky uh, sprinting through the timber on the permafrost in Alaska. You ever owned a husky? Do you ever ever had a friend who had a husky? Uh, no, they are beautiful dogs. I, I I love petting them when I see them. Mm-hmm. They always are usually have the very piercing blue eyes. Um, what I have heard about them is that they have endless energy. Yeah. That, that if you are not the type of person that exercises or has a huge, uh, swath of land for them to go run their ass off, that, uh, they're going to turn destructive because they're going to be bored. Is that a real word swath? Yes. Ah. Okay, just want to check with you. Um, I heard that the that what you wanted of the husky and it's expensive, but you do you want a husky that is retired from actual dog sledding. Right. So they put the miles in and now they just want to chill. Yeah, they want to hang. But supposedly, old uh, retired sled dogs are expensive as balls. Uh, we have, as you know, pomeranians. Close to husky. Well, yeah, pomeranians actually. Uh, when they were first bred, before they were bred down into little midget dogs, they actually were a sled dog. They were like, you know, 40, 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And um, so they are not too distant a relative of the husky. And there is such a thing as a pomsky, which is a Pomeranian and a husky that's bred together. And they're they're super cute. But Might they're be like, another name for our band. Pomsky? <laughs> it's too close to Chomsky. I know. How many palms the size that you the size of y'all's could pull me could pull you or me or both of us oh man if it was both of us on a sled 100 like, palms yeah i would think like 50 at least for me by myself do you think that they could be organized to do that no <laughs> not a not just a chance running everywhere and there's just no way there is no way i cannot imagine them ever being a working breed they're so worthless but i love them mm -hmm. but they de definitely don't seem like they would be uh, disciplined enough to run in a straight line for a very long <laughs> no. time um i was gonna ask you well first what do you think of the husky ipa i haven't tried it i just had my first taste and it's uh it's an ipa but it's super smooth oh it is a little light uh tropical it's got the tang but it doesn't kill you it's it does it's not like the uh you know sometimes when you drink the ipa mm -hmm. and then you have the aftertaste of dish soap <laughs> like you're like did they not rinse this glass enough yeah. before they poured my beer in it i know 
But this is nice. It's got a it's got a smooth finish. We'll see. Which you know, you can't ever really tell till the end if it's a ski vacation beer or not. Right. So this is a seven percenter. I'm gonna ramp it up even more. What? With the uh, the second beer. So stay tuned for that. <sighs> and it, it is not it is not a weird one. It is a classic. I was inspired when I went to the beer store. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by your selection last month because we were having to just drink what was in our fridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you drank a, a Guinness. Did you see I bought those again? Yes. I can't wait to have one later. No, we're going to have one. Um, and so I was inspired. I wanted to get something that... Uh, you know, holds a, a place in my heart as a uh, a pub classic, similar to a Guinness, but different. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Similar but different. Different. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you though is, uh, aside from the the sled dog, what do you think of when you hear the word husky? Um, well, I do think dog first, but then I think of uh, a bigger dude. Yes. Um, is that a gay term? Like, is there a husky? Or no, no, that's husky. Just everyone says husky. Maybe it is. Maybe it's been co-opted. No, actually, no. That's a totally different. I think just. In fact, I like, think like if you're someone, talking like bears. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be the term in like me. Yeah, but it, like th- like when I walk into a gay club and then the guys whisper to each other, "Look at that bear." Exactly, and you know they do. Um, but I think that a, a a girl would call their boyfriend or husband if they're bigger dude. Uh, instead of saying he's a big guy, they'd like to say he's husky. Yeah, it's better. It's it's better than big boned. Yeah, it or, or feels fat. better. It also kind of makes you think a little bit more Viking. Right. Yeah. That they're they're more uh, there. There's muscle underneath the the layer of blubber. Yeah, like they can plumb. Yeah, that they can uh, they can lift sacks of. Is that the verb of plumb? Plum? Sacks of grain over their shoulder. Is that what plumbers do? They they plumb. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, because that's what it makes me think of. Because, uh, as as we established, I'm a bigger dude. Um, but when I was a kid, and my mom would order all of my clothes out of the Sears catalog <laughs> that uh, my jeans were always tough skins. Sweet. But they weren't regular tough skins. They were husky tough skins. Tough skins had a husky version? Yeah. At Sears, if you were a big and tall kid, you you the official term was husky. Now available in husky you sizes. You don't look big, though. I mean, you look. T- you mean you were taller. You don't look in your old pictures. You don't look big. Yeah, but rel- relative to dude. other kids my own age. Oh, you were. You so you've always. Just I've, been yeah, low. yeah. Okay. I've always been husky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my husky tough skins. That was. I think that was. I think that was my. Uh, my gay club name at some point was Husky Toughskins. Husky Toughskins. <laughs> oh man, I can see that poster on the wall right now. Husky Toughskins. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's bring it back down. Let's bring it back down. Um, we are gonna actually. Uh, we didn't. 
talk about this beforehand, but we are going to uh, kind of keep it on the guitar tip. Seems Did we like. mention while we played the first song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you did not recognize the first song, it was uh, Wish You Dead by Curve. And the reason that we played it is uh, it's been a while since we mentioned our friend Jeff K, formerly of The Edge, uh, now of what, what's, uh, what's the name of the station that he's on? Well... Besides the station, he does everything. He does I know, the Cowboys well, yeah. and the Dallas Stars and the. I mean, yeah, the he's, dude is... he's a PA man extraordinaire. Okay, Lone Star 92.5 or 92.5 in DFW. Um, it's it's like an oldie station. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, uh, but they do play now that, uh, you know, uh, I guess 90s music is considered oldies. They, yeah, they no, do, I see what you mean. They do play some. Uh, alternative stuff. I don't know that they play Curve on Lone Star. Yeah, but man, he is on the ball. Like if there's a talk, talk. Uh, I think of like if Laughing Stock has its re, you know, its anniversary. He, it's straight away. Yeah, one know, of these days we will post that immediately. One of these days when uh, we're allowed to gather um, and have guests again, we really only had the one, just uh, Mike Reiner back in. September, I believe. I think we got an order. We got a we got a Jeff K. We got a Groobs. Yeah. So one of these days we will get Jeff K. on the pod because uh, I mean he is uh, he's lived it. He has been around uh, alternative music from uh, the time he was a teen. We, and has we been all in go radio. way back in yeah. different ways. He's been in radio for eons, going back to Kano N. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, it, he's a great follow on uh, the Twitter or the the Gram or the Facebook, whatever you uh, whatever you choose. Just look for Jeff K, and uh, he always posts the uh, every day. I mean, the dedication the man has. I can, I can I, I can barely bring myself to to like post a, a joke tweet. I know. Here's a picture like once, of my once foot. a week. Yeah. Uh, but the dude posts every day, and he always posts uh, notable birthdays and uh, album anniversaries. And uh, so this month, um, actually the day that we're recording the pod, is the 29th anniversary of Curve's debut album, Doppelganger, which is uh, the album that Wish You Dead uh, appears on. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, when I saw The Cure on the Wish Tour, the Texas Stadium Jam. Yeah, they opened up. They opened up. That was on that record, I think. Yeah, and then I, I saw so. them at Treat. Remember, that's the answer machine story. We've done. The- I think we did. Yeah, a we've talked. We've yeah, we've talked yeah. about them before. Uh, I don't know if it was on the regular or the After Dark. By the way, After Dark. Yeah. Patreon.com, HGWow, OldWaver.com, Premium. You know what to do. Tonight's going to be a good one. I got a bunch of weirdness. Yeah, I have so many things that I've been holding on to that I want to play, uh, uh, but I just haven't had. Uh, the time on the regular pod to uh, squeeze them in. So, yes, if you are a patron, be excited about the After Dark. And if you're not a patron and you don't know what the After Dark is, just, you know, investigate. investigate. Figure it out. Because it's more of this. Uh, but let's get into the jams. Uh, I always go first. And uh, I wanted to play a, uh, a new song by uh, a band that we have featured on the pod before way 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 back to july of 2018 wow episode 13 of the pod 
we played a song by the band Ice Age, and uh, they are about to uh, drop a brand new record. Um, the album is called Seek Shelter, and uh, it is, I guess, due to come out in the next month or two. Uh, I don't have the details in front of me. Where are they from? Um, they are from Copenhagen, from Denmark. So they're Danes. Wouldn't you like Den- to be Denmark? F- Denmark or Danes, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like to be from Copenhagen? Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Is that uh, is Copenhagen the the location of the famous Manny picture with? The plate of weeds and uh, weed and shrooms. No, that's leaving Amsterdam. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think headed to Copenhagen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you've been. Oh man, it's my beautiful. Favorite, it's my favorite city in Europe. We went really. Yeah, we've. Uh, How many times have have you been? I think five. All with the band. Uh huh. Never just uh, on a on a mm-hmm. romantic jaunt. <laughs> no, always band related, but uh. You know, sometimes it's good to be uh, when it's band related because you get forced into certain stuff you wouldn't do as a tourist. Well, uh, these Danes, you know what I mean, Ice Age, yes, um, and you, you know, you have uh, the red carpet rolled out for you if you're, you know, doing as well as you were at the time. Well, but the main thing is you're with like A and R people from the record company that are from there. Yeah, so, so they, they take they, you where yeah. they go. Yeah, they know the insider scoop. Yeah, so it's awesome. But anyway, go ahead. So, uh, so Ice Age formed in 2008, and uh, they were all teenagers at the time, and uh, their first record, uh, New Brigade, came out in 2011, and the album that is uh, forthcoming is their fifth album. So uh, 2018 was their fourth album. So we played a song off their fourth record. Now we're going to play a song off their fifth record. And um, do you think they sued Disney for taking their name? <laughs> it wasn't Ice Age wasn't Disney. I think that was uh, um, the other big one. Blue something. Oh, that's not. What's the other big one? You know the other anime? DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah. Is that them? No, yeah. Ice Age with the you know with the uh, the saber tooth tiger and Tusks. and the the uh, mastodons mm-hmm. and uh, then the little uh, muskrat thing that <laughs> is obsessed with the acorn. Yeah, this review is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's Blue Sky. I think that's the name of that animation studio. They're definitely third tier. So are they in a battle with them about? No, I don't. I don't believe they have gotten a cease and desist from <laughs> Ray Romano and the people at Blue Sky. Yeah, it's hard to trademark Ice Age. Yeah, it was a thing that happened. Right. Well, and and the band, it's all one word, Ice Age. Oh, is Ice Age? The, the movie is two words. Two words, Ice. I'm just so age. used to hashtags. I don't even know what spaces are. <laughs> I don't even know what spaces are. I don't even know how words are without What is punctuation? Spaces. Um, so I, I don't have a whole lot to say about this, but what I will say is it's super kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs> you are a wordsmith. I know, right? And um, the, uh, the singer, is uh, his name is Elias Bender Rondefelt. Wow. Ronenfelt? 
Wasn't that the dude's name on Breakfast Club, Bender? Yes. Yeah. Uh, his last name is is R O with the slash through it. Yeah, man. You know the Scandian Scandinavian uh, O. That's I how I do my O and Toby now. <laughs> you should. R O N N E N F E L T. Ronenfeld. Anyway, he is. Uh, he has got himself uh, some presence. He is. He is a. I've never seen these guys live. But he just has, um, he just has swagger. You can just tell from his delivery that uh, he just doesn't care about nothing. <laughs> I mean, that that is the best trait in a frontman, is it not? Yeah, you gotta go for it. And that not that care. you just do not give a shit about what anyone thinks because you know you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I is a completely foreign concept to me. But uh, Elias Bender Ronenfelt has it in spades. <laughs> and so uh, let's listen to uh, the, I believe it's the second single off of this uh, forthcoming record. Again, the record is called Seek Shelter, and the song is called Vendetta. This is Ice Age on HD Wow. <laughs> Upon those bricks with fixing skin and every takes a no steps and onslaught and every city's flooded with cocaine. Fuck a broken backbone, you're wasted on this side. Did you want to belong here? This ain't no place for a sightseer Looking for promotion Medicate a problem and dump it in the ocean Nurse onto these crutches for my sake Yeah, grievances runs within the family Metal into interest Where business you got none See yourself in the stressor Every man is someone's successor Beating on an iron door Place from which you eat from 
Life in the trenches suffer Ponzi scheme to come Cutthroat contract check wildfire Oh, a nettle in the nursery home How'd that sit with you, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, they got a um, Happy Mondays thing going on, don't yeah, they? Yeah, th- I love the groove in that song. It's totally Happy Mondays, isn't it? I mean, like a darker... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a darker... It's like the Happy Mondays meet Primal Scream... Yeah, kind of like the Vanishing Point, uh, Evil Heat. Yeah. Primal Scream. Yeah, it's got a... You know. Yeah. And, you know, also there's a... I mean, there's a little bit of a... uh, Johnny Lydon, like a Sex Pistols thing going on, too. It's a... Yeah, I I mean, you know, I mentioned the singer before it started, and I like his, uh, you know, his his little asides, like... And then the uh, kind of scatting at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's totally cool. It's like he mixed a bunch of stuff together. There, there's even a little bit of a... Well, every time I say Liam Gallagher... No, I could hear that as well. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. might as well just say, you know, Stone Roses. Yeah. But still, you know, because there was an Ian Brown thing, the yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. That's funny. 
that's really gonna go with my next jam. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Well, in a, they don't sound the same, but these I bet these guys listen to a lot of the same music. Well, that is Ice Age, and um, I'm I'm excited to hear the new uh, album. Um, the other single off the record, the first single, is called "The Holding Hand," mm-hmm. and um, it's it's similarly cool. I mean, it has um, kind of that like it, it's very like like laconic, just stonery. You know, almost too heavy, but in just the right way. Um, it's it's a similar vibe, but it's one of those that starts off slow and builds throughout. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, it wasn't as pod friendly, but maybe maybe <laughs> okay. I'll pl- maybe I'll play it on the after dark. I yeah, don't know. I'll play it later. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, maybe Ice Age guys, Ice, Ice Age. Age. Let's all go to Denmark. <laughs> Man. I sure would like to see them in Denmark. That'd be fun. Oh, dude. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. Go over to Christiania. Check out the Ice Age. Yeah, their uh, their photo on uh, their wiki is uh, Ice Age in Aarhus. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I guess, the second largest city in Denmark. Aarhus. Arhus. 187 kilometers northwest of Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. You'd like you some Arhus. I You'd would, like all of Denmark. I would like all of Scandinavia. I've never been to that part of the world. But uh You never been to Sweden? Never been to Sweden, never been to Denmark, never been to Finland. I would go to any and all of those places. Cause mm. the people are pretty to look at, the scenery is pretty to look at. And uh, it's just chill. Mm-hmm. Everybody just kind of likes to party. You, you'll never feel that ugly in your life. I mean, I feel that every day, dude. It is an absolute. I will definitely kick in the pants. When I you will look definitely at have to get a haircut before I go, dude. And uh, maybe fast. When you for see a, few weeks. a seventy-year-old, you're just like, cool. Am I passing you on yeah, the bike? Whatever, chief. With his baguettes. Yeah, and looking sweet. Right. Yeah, but hey, that's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. Yeah, well, okay. we, we chose this life. We, think... we, we chose to have DoorDash bring us our food right uh-huh. to our mouths. Do podcasts and get tanked on 7%. Right. Um, Maybe We could have chosen a life where we rode our bike to the market every day. And just bought food for that day and made everything from scratch, but we didn't. We were in Norway once, and this is how not, you want to hear how nice Nor- Norwegians are. Mm-hmm. We're in the little van going to the TV thing, and um, deeply something if you don't. Yes, know. and uh, we cruise by and see this giant house, and you know some guy cruising down on his bike, and the guy goes driving us goes, "Oh, there he is!" And I was like, "Who's that?" And he goes, "That's the prince." And he was just cruising his bike around town. No guards, no right. any, just by himself. He was just, and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he rides his bike around all the time. I'm like, cool. Only in Norway can the prince ride his bike around town. <laughs> Check you guys later. Cool. Going to get some groceries. Check you guys later.
Sure you can't uh, send one of us to get it, Prince? <laughs> nah. nah, it's good. Nah. I got it. It's a very expensive bike. I bet. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like Morrissey's bike. Did he have a uh, Saroy life helmet? I don't think he had a helmet on. No? No, I think the prince was just cruising through town. Have you ever seen those? I, I think they... Uh, maybe they... Maybe they're popular in uh, in and around Amsterdam. What is it? A live helmet? <laughs> well, they, they have a thing where um, it, it goes around your neck. And if you take a tumble off your bike, it inflates like an airbag. Like it covers your head. Dude, no joke. When I went on a job, I think I saw a girl with one of those around her neck, and I thought she had a broken neck. Does it look like a yeah. neck collar thing? Yeah. It's Is like that a, what that was? It's like a neck collar, and if you're falling off your bike, I guess it senses the, the change in trajectory and direction, and it inflates and protects your head so you don't smash your face on the pavement. Holy crap. Because all I was thinking is, should she be riding her bike if she's got a broken neck? <laughs> a couple of hours ago, I think I just saw this. It's weird. Here. Yeah, big old white thing yeah, around yeah. the neck. I thought it was a neck collar. Yeah, it's a, it's a prototype for the Saroy life helmet. Why do you keep... What's a Saroy life helmet? <laughs> you know how uh, uh, Mike and Cash Saroy, for those who listen to the ticket, they know who they are. Um, they have a weekend show on the ticket in Dallas, mm -hmm. uh, Cirque du Saroy show. They're brothers, and they're insane. And uh, they always are... They have a fictional company, Saroy Industries. Mm -hmm. Saroy's been on the show. Yeah, that's right. With the, yeah, when we had uh, a uh, Christmas party at, at uh, yeah, my place. Jam. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, But uh, they have a their fictional company, Saroy Industries, and they're always uh, coming up with new products. Okay. And so uh, the Saroy Life Helmet is uh, is basically <laughs> it's a, it's a helmet that that uh, has like inflatable padding that you know cushions you but it's it was it was designed and meant for you to wear anytime you leave the house mainly for when they go out and have drinks and fall down right yes so that's why it's called a life helmet it's not a bike helmet it's just, <laughs> just for life just life stuff because <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen you cradle your head at any time i'm into i'm signing up for life helmet yeah that's awesome that uh, somebody's wearing one of those uh, here in College Station. Golly, it was weird. I was, <laughs> you know, the the girl. I think it's in um, Sixteen Candles. The one that. Uh, oh, uh, Joan Cusack. Yeah, <laughs> she has the headgear yeah, and, the, head and, the, neck and brace. the neck brace. That's what I thought when that girl was riding by on her bike. I was like, God, that girl looks cool with her neck brace. And then I thought, How can she look both ways? I was like, Is the neck brace gone? I don't see a neck brace that much anymore. Do you see, like, no. if someone hurts their neck? I a, think only when you are trying to sue someone <laughs> in small claims court. Like on the Brady Bunch. Remember how they... Remember how they... They dropped the book. They dropped the book, and you what? turned around, and you're like, your neck's not broken. Rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we know the same episode, Dave. We had the same afternoons home from school, obviously. <laughs> Oh man! Really, I thought they were going down for that one, but obviously they no. That guy's neck was not broken. Yeah, and uh, and I think that they they ultimately found um, uh, Mr. Brady's 
architecture plans in somebody else's tube sleeve. Was that from was the that same a different episode? episode? I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. All I know is the Hawaiian one where that, that thing that was cursing them, mm-hmm. that one sucked. Yeah. That was like a three-parter. Yeah. And then with, there with was Vincent the... Vincent Price. I hated the Western one. When they, did they go to the Grand Canyon? Yeah, I think so. But they ended up in like a ghost town, but they got arrested and half of them had to go to jail. But you know how jails were always so crappy back then that they would hang the big keychain with all the keys on it, like right next to where the jail was? <laughs> yeah, just on a peg on the <laughs> yeah. wall. So if you could find a stick, you could always kind of get the keys. They should have never put those there. You could just put those in a drawer and they'd never get them. Right? Or just or just clip them to your belt. Yeah, but they always put them on a hook, like right right outside the... Like just out of arm's reach from the cell. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had six Man. more inches. Yeah, I could get it. Well... Take off your belt. <laughs> yeah, let's get a belt and loop it on there. Always works. Always works. Man. All right. Let's uh, move on to, to, to Toby's. <laughs> we first were worried jam. we wouldn't have anything to talk about, uh, Dave. Yeah, we got Brady Bunch in there. We got Brady um, I'm going to play something, and we normally don't do this from an Australian band. <laughs> of course, I started playing it, had no idea, and then went back, and I was like, of course they're from Australia. Is it, is it a, a, as stonery as. Uh, psychedelic porn crumpets <laughs> yeah it is except no it, it's more uh yeah it's it's stony but it's like uh it's so shoegazy i had to play i felt like after evh we need to come back right yeah and even daytime disco so much we need to let's get back to our roots here dave to kind of reset yeah don't we need to do that? Yeah. I mean, we're not going synth music right now. No, that's for... Daytime disco is for summertime. Yeah. This is March. And we'll get back to it. There, it's still the throes of winter, the first glimmers of spring. Yeah, but let's play some... Let's play some full-on shoegaze, right? I would love that. Now, they do have, I think, new stuff out. Have you ever heard of Blonde Tongues? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I have not, not heard, nor seen blonde tongues. Well, this Marissa. is a, this is a thing. When I searched it to find out who they are, which of course they don't have a Wikipedia. No one knows anything about. I can't. I can't figure out. They're from. Um, do you say Brisbane? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. It's spelled Brisbane, but it's Brisbane. It's Brisbane. Is it blonde lips? Is that no, what you said? Blonde- Blonde tongue. Oh, blonde tongue. No, tongues. Tongues. Yeah. Tongue is a really weird word if you look if you look at it written out. Yeah. How'd you how'd you do? Did I spell it right? T O N G U E S. Yeah, it's the U after the G that throws you right. Tongues. Because other than that, it'd be tongs. <laughs> blonde tongs. Blonde tongs. But I think when you when I searched it, I noticed there were a lot of pictures of blonde girls with their tongues out. Is that a thing? Is that like some fetish or something? Why are you looking at me? Well, because you're the one that knows about fetishes. Let's reset. Let's get back. Let's get back to what we were doing. Anyway, so I don't know how I ended up on this band. I think they do have new stuff out, but this song's from like 2016, if that's okay to play it still. You can do what you want. It's your. It's half your pod. <laughs> 
I just think that when you listen <laughs> we, to We them, own it 50-50. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I'm saying I'm playing a new thing. It's not new. But they do have new stuff, I think, coming out. But, but but this is the this is their number one jam. I think that when you get like exposed to a new band, don't you want? I'm I'm not saying it's their number one jam, but don't you want like one of the big one, like one of their tunes? And when I say big one, they don't even have a Wikipedia. <laughs> like they're not. It's both, well, they're about to break. They're about to because they, their twenty right their twenty sixteen record is about to chart. It's about to blow up. All right. So do you want to hear it? It's good. Yeah. Is it is it called sixty nine? No, it's called Hey Good Looking. Okay. <laughs> hey Good Looking by the Blonde... No, I think that they don't have a the. I think it's Blonde Tongues. Because I know bands get upset about that when you do that. Is it is it looking with an apostrophe at the end? It is, look. <laughs> an Australian will do that like a Texan will. They'll take the G off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's Hey Good Looking. It, is it a chick singer? Um, I don't think so. No, I think it's all dudes. All right. So they just like blonde tongues. Uh-huh. Check it out. Here it is on H2L March episode of Spring. <laughs>
does that make you feel? <laughs> Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> Man, that is pretty cool. They listed as their influences on some interview uh, Cocktoo Twins and Slow Dive, obviously. But there's definitely some My Bloody Valentine in that. For sure. I mean, they when they hit the part in the middle, when I found this, I was like, okay. <laughs> this is their My Bloody Valentine moment. But uh, I think it's cool kids are doing that. It's awesome. But it's nice to bring it back to some shoegazy jams. Yeah, it reminds me of um, another shoegaze band that no one has ever heard of that uh back when i was blogging Mm -hmm. um gosh this was 10 years ago um uh a band called young team huh i don't know Uh, i'm gonna have to play it on the after dark okay um let me see if i can figure out where they even are from but man doesn't it just seem like australia in France, it's just like, what the hell? Shouldn't we go? I mean, they're just killing it. I can't wait to go. Okay, so Young Team are, are from Sweden. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so their uh, their debut record came out 10 years ago, and I was all over it um, back when I had the Old Waver blog. Blog it. Back when I thought I was going to be the next... Uh, Gorilla versus bear. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to definitely play you uh, some young team on the after dark. Sweet. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, and uh, that's the first one that comes to mind. But there's, I have probably uh, at least a half dozen, maybe a dozen of uh, random shoegaze bands from the last 20 years that mm-hmm. no one has ever heard of yeah. that somehow popped up on my radar and they sit in my library and I've forgotten about them until just now. Yeah, it's super cool stuff. And he kind of hits the Jesus and Mary Chain moment with the, hey, good look. Yeah. I mean, that would easily be something he would say, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was into it. I knew that I was, the second that one started when I was listening to newer stuff, I was like, yep, this one's going on for show. I dig that. It's cool, man. If if people, um, if younger listeners are not um, versed in shoegaze, it's had a resurgence. But yeah. it was the scene that celebrates itself. It was very much derided in the English press. In the late 90s, or sorry, late 80s, early 90s when it started, mm-hmm. um, but is now hailed as as really kind of revolutionary and uh, freaking awesome in retrospect. I think it's funny that like um, that kids even know about it. Yeah, I mean, there's like that's not something like you had to have really cool parents to be. For that to for, be yeah, for in somebody the car. who's a, a teen or, or a twenty something now to know about yeah, because it's not on the radio or, or it's not like on TV shows or movies that it comes back all the time. You know, like right. other things like you'll you'll hear a Depeche Mode or a New Order song because it's in stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna 
it's funny that bands even have picked up on that. It's yeah. Weird. So yeah, if you are not familiar and uh, that piqued your interest, you know, go back and listen to Slow Dive. Go back and listen to My Bloody Valentine. Listen to Ride. Um, who am I forgetting? It's funny because I don't consider the cut the Cuxa Twins like a shoegaze thing, but I guess they are. Mm, I mean. At least, at least Heaven or Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just labels, Dave, and I just don't know if I can get into I, labels. I, I, is it dream pop? Is it pop? Is it... <sighs> Head tired. <laughs> I do I do love me some dream pop, too. I, I mean... Know. The next thing I'm going to play is some dream pop, I think. Is it really? We have to decide. You're going to have to decide between three different bands, and you're just going to have to live? decide... Ju- yeah, you're going to have to decide just from the name. Okay. okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah, because I couldn't decide. And the rest I'll play in the After Dark, so it doesn't matter. Mm. You get mm. a little stretch? You get a little stretch? It's exciting. Yeah, I'm just exciting. I'm, I'm just feeling the vibes. I know. I'm, I've just cracked my second husky. Yeah, no. You can hear the bed music. You feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just give me a second, listeners. We're going to go to the club let me, later. Let me get tanked a little bit. Huh. What are you going to get at the club? Are you going to get... I don't know. I'm just not hungry. <laughs> okay. Um, it sure was good to see you guys in Dallas last weekend. That's true. That was fun. Um, I don't know what we would do without Matt's. Yes. It really sets me off. It really is uh, our home base, our home away from home. It is definitely our COVID home away from home because of yeah. the patio and we are way away from any other human beings yeah. but you know did you get the did you get a shot no marissa got her first shot the other day i signed i signed us up at the same time but she's an asthma kid so i guess she got to jump the line in front of me but i keep on hearing on uh on the ticket on facebook all these people like hey got my shot got my shot i'm like no i'm like where's my shot yeah, what? But obviously, I, I don't also don't do anything. About well, it. yeah, but and you're also like, uh, like in the fittest one percent of the population. <laughs> that is not true. But I am wondering why they haven't come to my door and just given it. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go and do something. Right. Yeah, you need to get in touch with your A and R rep because that sucks. Because <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere and I don't want to do anything. That's kind of a life. I'm still waiting on my shot, but uh, my my lady has shot one in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my mom has two shots in the books, and we're actually going to see her next weekend. That's awesome for the first time in forever. That's great. Yeah, so uh, you know things are uh, things are looking up. I called my mom about it, and I was like, "Did y'all do the thing? They're in Huntsville. You know, y'all could do that." And she was like, "I just really want the Johnson and Johnson one." <laughs> she just wants the one time. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I saw, uh, I, speaking of uh, face space, um, friend of, uh, well, I don't know if he's a friend of the pod, but he's a friend of the ticket, uh, Pete Friedman of Central Track. Mm-hmm. He uh, he got the Johnson & Johnson, and he said it's it's laid him out for 24 hours. Really? Yeah, that, uh, that he has body aches and uh, just feels like crap. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's worth it. You know what people should do if that happens? Just throw in the pod and start drinking. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, there's nothing that says you can't get wasted and listen to HT Wow after you get the shot. Yeah, there's a phrase. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Dave. It's called party right through it. Yeah. Anytime you are up against it, anytime it feels like there's no way through the situation that you find yourself in, you just got to tell yourself, party right through it. Hashtag party right through it. That's trademark of an HT Wow. That's trademarked by HT Wow. Yes. Don't try and steal that and put it on a shirt. Party right through it. Party right through it. Did Did you notice, speaking of shirt, did you notice my new shirt? Where'd you get that? Uh, I got it off the internet. Dang. I am a, um, I'm a fan of uh, 47 sportswear. Mm-hmm. You know, they do all the vintage logos and stuff, and so I've got the... The 1960 vintage Cowboys logo, the mm-hmm. the cowboy with the 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 no no bar helmet, mm-hmm. riding ride, riding a, on a pony, a very distressed pony. But the shirt looks soft. Yeah, it's it's very soft, um, and I, I love it. And I'm wearing it in honor of uh, Dak's new contract. Oh, there it is, bringing it back to sports. Bringing it back to sports. I mean, I don't have any uh, hot sports opinions. Um, other than I can't wait for football season. Yeah. And, uh, you I know, mean, they I'm, talked about it all day. I think they covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going to add anything new, um, but I'm just glad that they finally got it done. And uh, I, I love Dak, and I hope they put his uh, foot back on the right way. You know what I, do you know what I like about Dak the most? He just seems like a good dude. Hashtag good dude. And when you're the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys... Things kind of went sideways for a little bit with the Cowboys. Things kind of had a little negativity. Can we just can we get the Roger Staubach vibe back? Can we get it like mm-hmm. let's get some positive vibes back again? Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think Dak is quite as philanthropic and uh, as bulletproof as Captain America. But, but he, he will. But he's close. He'll he's get close. there. Let's give him a chance. Well, he's got to win a Super Bowl or two. Yeah, but man, at least he's a good dude. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for football. All right, so let's play my final, my second and final jam. And uh, I I threatened to play this last month, um, but I just didn't feel like it fit with the the EVH tribute. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I put it in my back pocket and then I just decided, you know what? I am going to play it this month because I love it so much. Um, last month, the, the full record had not come out, uh, just the singles. Um, but now the whole record is out. And not only do I love this song that I'm going to play, but I love the whole damn thing. Uh, the band is called Mogwai, and the album is called As the Love Continues. It's their 10th record. They are Scotsmen from Scotland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, they are, um, I mean, I guess at times they're shoegazy. Yeah, they're they're big. uh, They're a big influence on a lot of people, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're very uh, like wall of sound, Mm -hmm. uh, primarily an instrumental band. However, the song that I'm going to play uh does feature the rare vocal performance good um and uh you know the cool thing about this record um you know as i said it's their 10th record 
and uh, you know, just looking at their their chart performance in the UK, right? Because they they've never really done much of anything in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But in the U.K., uh, you know, they had um, some success early on. Their second record, Come On, Die Young, peaked at 29. Third record, Rock Action, peaked at 23. Uh, then uh, in 2014, their album Rave Tapes peaked at number 10. Mm-hmm. And then in 2017, uh, their previous record every country's son which i'm not even familiar with i've not even listened to that one that peaked at number six in the uk but as the love continues so they did the uh tim burgess tim's listening party mm-hmm. right uh and for those that seems to be pretty successful that thing yeah for those of you who don't know um tim burgess is the lead singer of the band charlatans and when the pandemic started, he was so uh, bummed about not having shows anymore that he started doing these uh, virtual listening parties on Twitter. And, you know, it, it's a very simple concept. It's just like, you know, the countdown of three, two, one, and then you're just in your house and you play the, the CD or the stream or the tape or the LP, whatever you have of the record that you're list uh, that everybody's listening to and then he and you know select members of the band or the producer or whomever is live tweeting along and telling stories about each song and people are posting pics and uh telling their memories about seeing the band and you know this is my favorite song etc cetera, etc cetera. and so it's it it it's a substitute for the communal listening experience of a live show. It's different, but it's also cool in its own way because you get to kind of pull back the curtain and get some inside stories. I've followed along with listening parties that they've done for like New Order and uh, for uh, the Charlatans, for uh, Oasis. I mean, Anybody that you can think of has been on it. The Cribs have been on it mm-hmm. that we've done recently. So it's it's a he's a great follow on Twitter, and it's a great concept. And he's kept it going, and he has like a uh, a whole cottage industry. Like he has a website, and you can go back and look and see it all the previous records that they've done, and then you can uh, click play, you like sync it up with your you know computer. P- press play on the record and then you can see in real time as things were tweeted. Uh-huh, it's awesome. It's it's really really cool. And so Mogwai did this for their new record as the love continues and as part of um the uh the live stream on Twitter they had a campaign hashtag #mogwai to number 1 and it was successful as the love continues reached number one <laughs> in the UK. That's awesome. Mogwai has a number one record. That's funny. It's so great. Um, but the the song that I'm going to play is a song called Richie Sacramento. But this one does feature a vocal by Stuart Brathwaite, who's kind of like the the leader of the band. And uh, it's it's a surprisingly um, just pleasant vocal performance very shoegazy um and i have a couple stories 
and uh, just a, a, I guess, a personal reflection that this song made me feel uh, once I really dug into the, I guess, the inspiration for the song and the story behind it. Um, so let's just listen to it. I'm, I'm sick of hearing myself talk. This is Mogwai, and uh, it is called Richie Sacramento on HTWOW.
That's good, ain't it? That's super good. That kick drum sounds amazing. Do you hear that? Yeah. That Man. <clears throat> yeah, the whole record sounds really, really good. It's really well recorded. They smashed it. It is like... I know you're always into producers. Uh-huh. Always. Um, this album was produced by Dave Friedman. Okay. Recognize that name? Sounds familiar, but I can't pick a band or anything. Uh, well, he has done a million things. He's most uh, known for his work with Mercury Rev and Flaming Lips. That would make a lot of sense. But he's also done stuff with MGMT, with uh, The Cribs, with Tame Impala, with mm-hmm. Interpol. Yeah. Um, he is a, uh, a super producer and uh, did a great job with that. Um, but... The, the things that the, I guess the stories that I wanted to tell around the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this was funny. You know, they, they always have really bizarre song titles. Mogwai does. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's, it's like just non sequiturs, like, uh, out of context quotes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, uh, Richie Sacramento, um, they, they had a friend who was trying to pronounce the name Ryuchi Sakamoto, <laughs> and it came out Richie Sacramento. I don't even know who Ryuchi Sakamoto is. Do you? No, but it sounds important. Let me let me look it up real quick. It sounds like some Japanimation like superhero. Okay, so he's a he's like a Japanese composer. Okay. So, yeah, so somebody mispronounced his name as Richie Sacramento, and that became the song title. Um, But, you know, even though, uh, you know, it was a vocal performance, you may not have been able to make out all the lyrics. um, But I, I, you know, I was really intrigued by the song, and so I was looking up um, stuff about it after the fact. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, Stuart Brathwaite, said that it was inspired by um, a story that uh, Bob Nastanovich posted. Um, so Bob Nastanovich is... Do you, uh, do you remember the hype man from Pavement? <laughs> no. Okay, so... <laughs> So Bob Nastanovich was like the hype man from Pavement, the guy that would play like the tambo. He was basically like the Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Engel of Pavement. He would get it pumped up, yeah. Yeah. And so um, so in addition to being in Pavement, Bob Nastanovich and Stephen Malkmus were also in a band called Silver Jews. Okay. With a guy named Dave Berman. Jeez. And so uh, I, I was never a huge uh, Silver Jews fan. I gave it a try. I didn't really... Uh, I didn't really dig Dave Berman's singing voice. Uh-huh. You know, he's he's got a very distinct voice and delivery. Um, and anyway, he but he passed away um, in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe he had a bout with cancer. Um, but so after uh, Dave Berman died, Bob Nastanovich posted this story um, that when they were like in college that Dave Berman took like a snow shovel and uh, threw it at a parked sports car, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And so as he was doing this, as he picked up the, the snow shovel and raised it over his head, he said, Rise, Crystal Spear! 
and then chunked it. Mm-hmm. And then so Bob Nastanovich told this story and just, you know, one of those kind of just, uh, you know, nostalgic things, like one of those random memories that just jumps out at you when you think about a lost friend. And so that's the first line of the song, <laughs> Rise Crystal Spear. And so uh, Brathwaite said that he he wrote this song to, he dedicated it to all the musician friends that they've lost over the years. And, you know, there's, there's things in the song about, you know, having fun in the dark. And, uh, and then there's a lyric also about, uh, you, you found a way out of here, uh, a dagger in all of our hearts. And when I listened back to it, knowing the story, it really made me think of Manny mm-hmm. and it just really resonated with me. And so I just, I, I really love the song and I really love the record. And uh, I'm just, I'm glad they went to number one and I'm glad they're still around. Yeah, that's cool. They're like, I don't know which came first. I'm guessing they might, it might be the exact same time frame, but uh, they're like the um, Scottish uh, Swerve Driver. Yeah. It's, like that song could have easily been a swerve driver song yeah i mean they got together in 91 their first record did not come out until 95. it's almost the exact but same yeah time. so yeah. yeah they are definitely contemporaries of swerve driver they just didn't find success uh, or relative success until a little bit later right um but yeah i and you know i mean <laughs> and they're named after gremlins so <laughs> can't go wrong there Hot jam dive. <laughs> that is a hot jam. I'm glad you brought the Mogwai back. I didn't know they were still doing things. Yeah, tenth album. Can you believe it? Good for them. Um, we are a little late on the the second beer. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do second beer and then let's play the second jam and then we can talk after it. Yeah, so... Um, or my second jam. Yeah, your second jam, because I have to pick, right? I have to just, based on the name of the band or the name of the song. Yeah, there's one... There's one I'm... There's two I'm leaning towards, but I'm just still going to leave it up to you. Do you have the opener in here, by the way? The bottle opener? Mm-hmm. Right there. Oh, I didn't see it. Our hot key. The H2L church key. Church key. There it is. There it is. Okay, so, um... Dard, my dard. <laughs> before I dig into the HTL, um... Hi, baby. Good friend Cooler. That was directed at Willow, not at me. hmm So, um... As I just mentioned, that song, Richie Sacramento, kind of brought back the Manny feels. hmm And so... One of the things that I think about when I think about Manny is I think about all the ridiculous nights that we spent together, either at the Dubliner or the Old Monk. Um, And one of the, I guess, one of the beers that was a staple, not for Manny necessarily, but for me at that time was... Maredsu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And so I was at the beer store today and, you know, I picked out the Husky mm-hmm. and I couldn't decide what my, my second selection was going to be. And then I saw it there, the four pack of 10% 
Belgian triple Moretsu. And I was like, you know what? That is my jam because jam. it does, it takes me back to the 90s. It takes me back to pre craft beer. Well, then the studio, the new studio setup has got to be real nice for you. Oh yeah, you you've got the the Manny uh, photography on the wall. I didn't. I just now noticed that. Is that cool or what? Oh, dude, that's I great. I got some new sound treatment up and all this, and I was like, you know what? You see this? This is all new in uh -huh. the middle. But I was like, you know what? Those need to go in here and not in the piano room. Yeah, that's great. Cool, okay. right? Yeah. So uh, let's let's crack some Moretsu in Manny's honor. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh crap. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Go. I don't even know if I need to add anything this time. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Boom. Yeah. So. Uh, Golly, I haven't seen one of these in a while. It's it's a short and stout glass. Do you wanna do you wanna uh, fancy glass? I mean, I can pour it in this pint glass, but don't it, you want like a you want you glass? want like a you want like a chalice? You want a chimay glass or like a cider glass? If you have a chalice, that would be wonderful. All right, let me get it. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, well, Toby goes to get uh, glassware for our Moretsu. I'll tell you about it. If you are not familiar, it is a Belgian triple. It says it's a triple triple, which I don't know what that means. Um, but it is a 10 percenter. And um, it's... Uh, you know, it's it's the short stout bottle. It's got a a crazy little hump in the neck. It really is a bizarre shape. Um, you know, the the dark uh, kind of uh, import bottle glass. It just looks so good. It's got like the old uh, old style uh, scrolly. Uh, script on it. Is that the perfect glass? It is, yeah. It, it, I mean, if you're gonna put it in a glass, a Chimay glass is just as uh, close as you're gonna get. It's got a nice golden hue. Listen to that beautiful head. <laughs> but you know what? The thing about this is... Um, you know, before Velvet Hammer came around and Velvet Hammer from Petacolis became kind of my go-to at the pub, I want to get hammered beer, mm -hmm. the the Moretsu was my go-to. This was your jam at the Dubliner. At the Dubliner or the Old Monk, either one. And uh, I just had to have it. It's been so long. It's probably been 10 years since I've had this. Cheers. Cheers. Bing, na na ding, ding, na na ding. Oh man, that's good. It's delicious. It's dangerous. It'll sneak up on you. It will sneak up on you. It will totally sneak up on you. We're gonna be tanked at dinner. It's okay. It's all right, we're among friends. That's right. All right, so um, it's time now for me to choose Toby's final jam. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say band name. Yeah, he has uh, assembled a trifecta of jams that no one has ever heard of. Mm -hmm. The good thing is, whatever we don't play... We'll, we'll be on the After Dark. We'll play later. And that'll yeah. be okay. And by the way, the After Dark can be found at uh, patreon.com 
slash HTWOW or at oldwaver.com and click on premium. All right, are you ready? Yeah, so what are my choices? You'll have four band names. As I sniff this beautiful head. Oh, God. You have Orchid Mantis. <laughs> okay. Foliage. <laughs> what the fuck kind of name is Foliage? No, man, man, we're running out of stuff because, I mean, that's true. You got to. You gotta let the kids name whatever they want. Should have been uh, done with band names. Should have been deep green foliage. Yeah, foliage. Launder in all caps. I'm intrigued by that. I want to let that sit for a second. And Terry versus Tory. Oh, I thought there were three. Is there? There's four. There's four. Oh God. Terry versus Tory. Collab with someone named David Alonzo, who I keep looking up and barely can find anything. Okay, I don't care about Terry versus Tori. We don't want Terry versus Tori. Okay. No, that's like Joni Loves Chachi. I don't need that. Okay. Um, I am interested in Launder. The only reason, really, is because when I was in college... Uh, did I ever tell you about my fictional band? No. So, uh... I was in a band with my two roommates in college, uh, Carl and Rodney, and our band was called uh, Three Prong Outlet. Carl. Carl and Rodney. <laughs> yeah, Carl and Rodney. God. And uh, yeah, our band was called Three Prong Outlet. Uh-huh. But then at some point... We- album name Grounded. Yes. And at some point we decided that we wanted to rebrand because... I the the name actually predated me, like they had a roommate before they roomed with me. Oh, they already had this name. And so yeah, so three prong outlet existed, and so I was like, "What Rodney play?" I don't even remember. I think Rodney played drums. Maybe I played bass and Carl played guitar. Okay. None of us actually played anything. Um, but so, uh, three prong outlet predated me, and so we decided that we needed to disband three prong outlet and reform under a new name that uh-huh. that was just us that was original to us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had many discussions uh late at night and we talked about the fact that there were not enough band names that were verbs and so we decided to reform three prong outlet as fasten <laughs> so that was our band for the latter part of college was Fasten. What what type of music was this going to be? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It probably sounded like Dinosaur Jr. or something. Okay. That you does know, seem just, like that was, would be a Fasten. Yeah, very, I, I already very, see the vibe of the band because yeah, of the name. Very, very 90s. Kind of like Spoon. A three-prong outlet could go a lot of different directions. Yeah. That could be... I mean, golly, could that be a could jam go, band. It, that was that's what I'm thinking initially, but then then I'm also like, you know, could be a could be a synth pop band. Could also, be a could be a weirdo, punk band, weird keyboard band. Could yes, could be a punk band. Be a punk band. Um, but you can go a lot of places with that. Yeah, but we were pigeon, pigeonholed with fasten. Fasten, you sound a certain way, no matter what. But fasten uh, reminds me of launder. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: if you pick launder. That's what I had on the docket first. 
Okay, well then so, let's do launder. If that's what you were going to do, then everything makes sense in the world and life in general. Yes, I think that th- that uh, the universe is trying to tell me, to tell you, to play launder. I feel like when I said the names, I might have set it up a little bit. Well, you you said that one third out of four. And I and let then it if hang you're, a And if you're bit. doing a Scantron, you always pick C. <laughs> Scantron. Do kids know what Scantrons are? I don't know. Okay. Um, have you looked up Launder? Do I need to Google Launder? You can Google Launder. You will have to say Launder music because if you just say Launder, you'll get a lot of washing machines. Right. Um, Launder Band Launder is Wiki. from... Uh, uh, Orange County. Oh, they're shoegaze. He is a uh, California dude. Zachary Cole Smith. Mm-mm. No? It's like something cul- culprit? Uh, uh, oh, no. He plays in Dive. That's weird. But he is associated with Launder. Who is? Zachary Cole Smith. Yeah, it's the other dude. Hmm. And it is a solo... It is a one dude thing, I think. That probably he gets help from other people. Joseph, something? Just. I don't know. I'm gonna call him Launder. Los Angeles based musician John Cudlip. That's it, Cudlip, not culprit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's from Orange County. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess he's friends with the Dive Dudes, which is a good sign because we've played them on the pod. Yeah, I think it's a good jam. It's called, this is, I think it's a brand new, it's called Annie Blue. I don't know if it seems, I yeah. think it's new. Yeah, so uh, Zachary Cole Smith of Dive plays guitar on this. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. So, you know, wow, it, how, it all comes together. What a happy accident. Uh-huh. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm glad that I picked wisely. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to hear Annie Blue? This is Annie Blue by Laundry. <laughs> Launder. On this podcast about music and beer. That you're listening to right now.
I feel like I picked a good ender. That's a that's a a peppy little number. It's a peppy number, right? I mean, I think the guy's good. He, yeah. Uh, it's not something that's gonna blow your mind, but it's it's good. It's it sounds a lot like dive. Mm-hmm. It does. Um. Yeah, so I was looking at the Bandcamp, and uh, by the way, uh, launder.bandcamp.music, mm-hmm. or .com slash music, whatever. Um, yeah, he put out a single in 2020, uh, but what we just listened to was uh, from 2018, mm-hmm. off of uh, the Pink Cloud EP. Yeah, he seems to be a dude that doesn't... He doesn't seem to make like albums a lot. He just puts out like singles, right? Right. Well, I mean, maybe now that uh, when I tag him in all our hot HTWOW <laughs> social posts, he'll be like, holy crap, I'm blowing up. I need to get back in the studio. Let's get going. I mean, COVID's over. Yeah. I mean, mission accomplished. Everyone has their shot. Let's go. Spring break's going to be lit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm gonna go see Launder in South Padre. Launder's <laughs> gonna make a pilgrimage to South Padre. <laughs> I like that though. I I, I mean I, I'm I'm anxious to hear my uh, my runners up on the After Dark. Yeah, yeah. There's some. Uh, I'm telling you, there's some moves with the other bands, but uh, you chose wisely. Thank you. You chose the right cup. Thank you. And it's all thanks to Fasten. Remember, um, remember that in the in the Indiana Jones, Mister Jones. What? No, you've chosen wisely. Oh yeah, that's what I was referring to. From um, the uh, the third one, the, which the I Holy think Grail, might be the best. The, one. the, the, the Do you like that one? The, I the love qu- that. The one, one with Sean Connery mm-hmm. as his dad. Yeah. Yeah, the, I. You know what? Do you not like that one? No. You know what? I think that is the best one because I could take or leave. Um, uh, the second the one. The second one. I don't think I've ever seen the second one all the way through. What do you think of that? What is the second one? That's how much I like it. Sorry, the Moretsu is going to my head. Something with the golden spoon. No, the that's an Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> The Golden uh, Child. Yeah, something happens with gold. Oh, Temple of Doom. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was saying. Gold, the Golden Temple. Yeah. Temple of Doom is the second one? Temple of Doom is the second one. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's the last one. The, well, well, the, the last good one. Yeah, that was a good one. There's, There's also, don't forget... Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What is that? That's the 2008 one. Did you see that? I don't really remember it at all. Yeah, I mean, first one, Raiders of the Lost... uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark (laughs) is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Temple of Doom with Short Round and uh, Steven Spielberg's wife... Not so great. Steven Spielberg's wife? What are you talking... Who's Short Round? What are you talking about? Short Round is the little Asian kid. Uh, yeah, see, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And that then, weird? And, and, That's uh, weird. Uh, Kate, Kate Capshaw was the love interest, and then she ended up marrying Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. 
I did. I didn't know that. She was like the cabaret singer, chick. You know. Well, I didn't see it, so I don't know. You didn't. See, you've never seen Temple of Doom, where the witch doctor rips the dude's heart out and shows it to him. I don't think so. Okay. That's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I should have seen that, but I don't. Think but yeah, I, I I I agree that uh, Last Crusade is probably the best, and uh, I think, as I recall. Marissa and Clara agree. Yeah. Because, well, actually, we skipped Temple of Doom because it's just too graphic for Clara. But we did watch Raiders and uh, Last Crusade, and, and they much preferred Last Crusade. River Phoenix at the beginning. Yeah, as young Indy. Mm-hmm. Remember, he, uh, remember how he got the scar on his lip? Mm-hmm. The whip. Yeah. Did you, uh, have you ever been to the Viper Room? No, I've, I've only, the only time I've ever been to LA was the time that we stopped at that supermarket and got food for Coachella. You have to be joking me. That's the only time I've ever been to LA. That's not what LA looks like. You do know that. I know. Okay. I know. I know LA is huge. Why are we in LA? Oh, because that's where we got the RV. Yeah, we flew into John Wayne Regional Airport. <laughs> And got our RV for Coachella. Man, we're such idiots. Why? That was fucking genius. I was. So... Is there a helicopter landing on your house? Yeah, but they're just coming to visit. They'll be gone soon. It's not on the house. The the pads in the backyard. Is that is that the core doing their maneuvers? <laughs> Mm -mm. Air dropping some dudes with sabers. No, Rihanna need to borrow some Munster, and then she's gonna head back out. Um, yeah, bro. <laughs> so, Indiana Jones, good. Yeah, it is. So, man, what's up, dude? Uh, <laughs> I've had half of, uh, not even half, a third of this Maretsu, and I'm trashed. No, what's going on? You did this. Mm-hmm. We can't. How do you feel about it? We can't go to the club. Yeah, we can. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? I want to hear how you feel about it. I feel great about it. It tastes fantastic. Doesn't it? How, how often did you order the Maredsu? I really, I never did. Never? I was more of a Guinness. If I'm at the Dubliner, I'm drinking a Guinness. Right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm at... I don't even know if they still have it on draft at uh the monk but if they don't they should bring it back yeah and it's been so long since i've been to the since i've been to the monk uh it would either be guinness or amstel and that's all i drank i would just go back and forth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um i don't know i i i remember everyone used to because i used to love the fancy glasses that it came in because they would have the right glass. Right. You know, the ones that the company sends with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Because the... there'll be like a triple glass. There's the cider glass, like the ones that I have. Do you know what those are, the cider glasses I have in there? No. Do you know what that autograph is on the side? Um, Do you want to hear how dorky this is? <laughs> Taylor got them for me. Is it uh, Ken Griffey Jr.? No, it's Rupert Neve. <laughs> Oh, he just died, didn't he? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Ne Rupert Neve is not dead. Yes, dude. 
dude. Oh wait, no, I think you. I think you're right. You're right. Because I saw all the. Posts yeah, because about it. because it was it was fresh in my mind after you made me uh, watch the Sound City documentary. Yeah, he died February 12th, 2021. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to cut this out so I don't look like an idiot. Oh, God, you're an idiot. But yeah, Rupert yeah, Neve Rupert on Neve. my glass. R.I.P. R.I.P., bro. Dude, probably one of the most important Did you know? people on the planet. Did you know? He died at the age of 94 in Wimberley, Texas. Yeah. He's been in Wimberley for years. You knew that? Oh, yeah. Why didn't you go party at his place? I don't know, but man, all you, those sound guys... Dude, do I bet you if you would have rolled up to his front door and knocked and said, Hey, my name is Toby. I was in a band. I'm obsessed with your boards. I love you. <laughs> I love your EQs. Can I, can I, can I, cool? can I see your home studio? He would have been like, yeah, come on in. Yeah, can I party with your preamps for just for a second? <laughs> No, he, uh, all those dudes, do you want to, do you know the weird thing about Wimberley, Texas? No. All of those dudes, those super awesome recording people, they all live in Wimberley. Is that north of Austin or south of Austin? Um, is that west of Austin? <laughs> we don't know anything. Thank you, Google. Okay, it's uh, southwest of Austin. Yeah. So we were both right. It's by Blue Hole Regional Park. Mm-hmm. A little bit, little bit to the northwest of Canyon Lake. No, they all live out there because it's like California, because of all the hills and all the kick-ass stuff, but you can buy really awesome places, and it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Super quiet. Man, it does... It, it, I would say if you're going to retire somewhere... That looks like a kick-ass place to retire because it's due south of Dripping Springs, yeah, due north of New Braunfels, and uh, a little bit west of San Marcos. Dude, Wimberley's... Have you ever been to Wimberley? Um, I think a long, long time ago. Dude, it is really cool. You would like it. The downtown... Let's, let's go, let's go downtown pay a visit. Wimberley is dope. Let's go pay a visit to Rupert Neve's widow. I will. I've partied in Wimberley. <laughs> what a humble brag that is. I know. I don't care. I've gotten tanked in Wimberley. I totally have. I was trying to... Uh, meanwhile, I was trying to look up which was the the uh, highest ABV Chimay. Do you remember? I don't know, but Chimay will get you tanked too, won't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Chimay Red is 7%. Uh, Chimay... Golden triple is eight percent. Shamil, that's in like the, that has the awesome yellow label. Incorporated. And then Shamay Blue. Any chance we're taking? Digging in and do we're breaking? Shamay Blue is nine percent. Name the song I was just singing. Laverne and Shirley. Dang it. So, uh, here's another Shimei one. Blue, Got one, one percent less than Moret Subra. Unpacking. Woo! Time Woo! to <laughs> up and down the dial. Yeah! Maybe oh. you and me were never meant mm. to be. 
But baby, think of me. Mm, once in a while, yeah! <laughs> God, I'm ready to party. Let's get out of here. What do you want to do? I want to play some Curve, and then I want to uh, order some food and not eat it. Is killing me right now. <laughs> yeah. Podcasting, doing some stuff. Podcasting, drinking some stuff.